Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Just before we get to the Halloween episode of See You Next Wednesday, I want to tell you about a new documentary coming out about VHS collecting. And if you listen to our show, obviously, you probably like VHS as much as we do. So this film's called Adjust Your Tracking, the untold story of the VHS collector. It's a new documentary about VHS collectors and culture. It's a passion project directed by Dan Kinnam and Levi DeBito Paradic of VHS Shitfest, which is a pretty sweet blog on Tumblr. And uh, they're working together with Horror Boobs and Lunch Meat Magazine, and they're bringing together and capturing an entire community who share the love of VHS format. You need to get to adjustyourtracking.com, follow this story. They're posting up pictures about they drove across the U.S. trying to interview all these people. So check that out. It is awesome. They have a really cool blog, and this movie's looking really good. They got Lloyd Kaufman in it and a bunch of other people from Fangoria, all the all the the major touchstones of the horror culture. So check out adjustyourtracking.com. And here is the Halloween episode of See You Next Wednesday. Hello, welcome to episode 36 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Halloween 2012. <laughs> My name's Dan Gorman, or should I say Dan Goolman? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and give me a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries for free. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons. Or should I say Dan Goolman? No, Casey Dyens. Oh, oh man. <laughs> That's pretty good. And I'm a happy boy. <laughs> I'm Greg Lagool. Yeah. That's all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This uh, week we got 87 Throwback. We watched two movies in theaters. Uh, we're going to talk about some Halloween movies off the top. And so stick around for all of that. First, I guess, uh, are we going to do our Halloween talk? Yeah, let's talk about Halloween. Since it's Halloween. It is Halloween. Um, so, every year I watch Halloween. I think we're just going to talk about whatever movies. I usually watch Halloween every year. Yeah. Um, recently, I've been into the Canadian stuff. I watched, like, The Changeling this year. Oh, I love that movie. I watch that movie, like, every year. What a great movie. Is that... Who's in George that? C. George C. Scott. Scott? Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that. Oh, oh really? It's really yeah. good. One of the best. Not, not only one of the best horror movies I've ever seen, but just one of the best movies I've ever seen. Everybody keeps saying that. And it's I feel really like good. I got to see that movie, and yeah. I always forget. Super spooky and like amazing uh, cinematography, like super good cinematography. So. I like. I just like watching the, the slasher movies a lot at Halloween. Yeah. I always watch at least one Friday the Thirteenth and a couple of Nightmares, and always hot Halloween. Yeah. But I tried to watch a bunch of shit I've never seen before this year. Okay. I watched a couple of movies I hadn't seen. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned one. Uh, yeah. Well, one that you have seen, which yes. was The Burning. The Burning. Which, which is uh, uh, the Weinstein brothers. <laughs> yeah. Their first film. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, so they, many people. In that so movie. many people in that movie, yeah. which I had no idea Jason about. Jason Alexander, Holly yep. Hunter. Uh, uh, what year is this? Like 1981. Yeah, yeah. Who else is in it? Uh, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, uh, and Holly Hunter doesn't have like any lines. No, she's just she's, kind of she is around. just background to Fisher yeah. Stevens, who's already background. That's weird because um, she had some semblance of a name at that point, didn't she? 1981. Uh, not really. I don't know. Yeah. And the 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 nerdy kid from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, he's in it. Judge Reinhold. Uh, no, <laughs> that'd be funny though. Um, uh, somebody else too. Yeah, and it's basically this this like guy in a raincoat going around with garden shears, just like cutting people's well, throats out and shit. He's it's a guy <laughs> who had been. Uh, the whole thing is based on a, a campfire story, an actual one. Yeah, and uh, it's this guy who was a caretaker at a camp 
was a big douche. Yep. And so these kids decided we're going to play a funny prank on him. Oh, as and, kids usually do and, in Halloween and movies. Burn him alive. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Which admittedly was an awesome idea for a prank. <laughs> and they were like, burn. Yeah. What? Well, that wasn't their intention, but that's what they did. They burn him up. And he survives, and then five years later, he comes back to kill different kids. Cause, yeah. Except yeah. one of them sticks around. I, it took, I didn't realize that the head counselor guy was one of the kids from the beginning. Okay. They didn't really, you know, spend a lot of time on character development early no, on. No, so no, he's just And he's like this, like, uber nice guy. He cares about the yeah. nerds, but he's friends with the jocks, and he's really good to his girl. You know, <laughs> like, he's just super, super guy. Yeah. Superman. And uh, then uh, Cropsy is his name. Yeah, comes back with his garden shears, and this, the effects are done by Tom Savini. So they're Wait, uber Cropsy. gory. Yeah, that's, that's what he's not called. the same as the documentary. But okay. Cropsy. Yeah, because <laughs> there is a movie called Cropsy. Uh-huh. And uh, this was one of the first uh, infamous uh, video nasties. Yes, uh, the MPAA like totally sliced this movie uh, a bunch of stuff out of it. Well, and it, it has the, the uh, reputation because of the big raft scene, yeah, which yeah. is the centerpiece of the movie, and it's which is so good, awesome. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Because it's a really ferocious murder scene, even for its time. And I think what really sells it is those shears constantly like when they're hitting the kids then they're hitting yeah. the wood of the raft yeah so there's this big deep thud so they go yeah it's really horrible it's really <laughs> and it kind of has like the psycho thing where yeah, it keeps yeah. cutting back to the shears like coming out and like up into the sky kind of thing from yeah, like yeah. below so it's that always should... coming back and then that shot yeah. like the movie poster shot yeah. him with his arms raised and the shears pointed down is intense so so good um, it, is, it is like a, an often overlooked movie it's i not, loved it i, I it's, don't think it's, it's like, simple it's you know that it's a bunch of camping kids having sex yeah. and getting cut up but. yeah it's definitely worth checking out if you if you haven't seen it because it's yeah it's weird that nobody really talks about it especially that's the weinstein brothers yeah i know like, and all of these people are in it yeah and there I were a lot of really cool else. people attached to this tom savini did the uh the yeah, makeup and effects yeah, we mentioned that uh brad, <laughs> brad gray was a producer or a store has a story by credit which yeah. is weird um huh. oh there was somebody's name hold on while i pull it up as well uh, yeah, I was really shocked that I'd never seen this movie, and I yeah. really liked it. So I totally recommend it for a Halloween watch. For Definitely, people. it's on it's Netflix. Really, isn't it's it? really kind of graphic, uh, yeah. particularly for for that kind of stuff. Like you know, I don't know. There's some, the first kill is really kind of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Casey? We we all mentioned one. Do you yeah. have anything? Any go to or movies you haven't? No, I pass by Halloween. Okay. I've never really given much of a fuck really? about Halloween. Crazy. Yeah, I just I don't I don't. I care just take it as like I'm gonna watch horror movies all month. Yeah, ho- holiday. but I feel like if I if if the mood strikes me to watch a horror movie, I'll just watch it. Yeah, I guess. It's like ooh, it's out of week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Just to go back to uh, the burning. The burning? Uh, one of the production managers' name is Corky Burger. Oh, <laughs> have you uh, have you tried the Corky Burger? That's the price of admission right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was one of the first things that came up on the screen. I was like, ha ha! <laughs> I picked the right movie, Corky Burger. Yeah, um, I, I watched uh, My Bloody Valentine again this year, which the I, original, I really like the, the original, yeah. not the remake, which um, is is always good. As I said, Canadian. Yeah, always in for the Canadian horror movies. But yeah, I really like that movie. Yeah, I like that movie too, especially the uh, DVD they put out that has like all the extra gore on it. Because um, it's another movie that got like really trimmed by the MPAA, and the stuff that they took out was crazy. Like to the point where, it, as it existed before that DVD came out, it was like not a very violent movie. Hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it being that violent. I think no. I watched it a little bit later in my childhood. Yeah, and, and it's like they constantly cut be away. So terrifying. Yeah, like, and mm. then on the dvd it's like there's some scenes around the dvd where you because the film stock changes when it gets gorier and you can tell what they've cut out and you're like how would this scene have existed if they cut like you wouldn't have even known what happened it would have just been like oh no it's you and then cut away kind of thing like <laughs> oh yeah. no it's you now you're murdering me yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't murder me <laughs> murdered the fuck Ow! out of her i guarantee if anybody ever tries to murder me that's what i you're don't murder, murder me, me. <laughs> are you trying to murder me right now get that knife out of my gut <laughs> i am not i did not sign <laughs> up on this um okay I, I also watched uh tales from the hood oh yeah oh, i want to hear I, about that oddly something i've always wanted to watch yeah I know, well, me too because i always see the cover and it's got the like shiny glasses on yeah, the vhs yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like i'll rent i should rent that yeah, I and did. it's supposed to be like the urban answer to stuff yeah. like uh creep show and uh Cat's Eye, whatever, you yeah. know, uh, horror anthologies. I don't mind Cat's Eye. I like Cat's Eye. It's, uh, Quitter's Ink is wicked. Yeah, so good. James Woods, fucking awesome. And I always love that first... story from Night Shift. Yeah. 
Uh, the first Creep Show movie is one of my favorite Halloween movies. Yeah, it's movies, really good. Horror movies. It's just so fun and crazy. You know? And it's and it's an anthology that isn't really um, like pulled down by any weak. Uh, Stories, yeah, no, there's not a cruddy There's one always one, one, usually. The first Creep Show? Yeah. No, the first Creep Show is fucking so great. Yeah, yeah. straight through. But the second one is Stephen just... King. The second one has ugh. the raft, though. Well, yeah, it has the raft, but it starts with the old Chief Woodman. <laughs> which is, is so just, bad. Oh, God. Yeah. It feels like it's two hours long. Yeah, and the Hitchhiker one's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, so this one is like... It, it, but it really, I don't know. It's like, hey, you know, we can make urban uh, anthologies yeah. that are just as crappy as Creepshow too. Yeah. Um, I think that, that was the pitch meeting. It, it's better than that, though. It's yeah. not bad. It actually, it's like, because all the themes are uh, social ideas. Like okay. The first one revolves around police brutality. There's one that's like a, that clearly has uh, Corbin Bernstein playing like a David Duke, oh. basically. Uh, and it's the mid-90s, so it's, you know, fitting. Uh, yeah. Which is weird. It's, it's the worst one where these puppets attack him and it's... Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, and a painting is ah, oh, it's horrible. Anyway, but it ends with one that's about the gang violence, and this kid goes to jail. He gets shot in a gang shootout, and then he goes to jail, and then he's taken away by this uh, this lady who's like, "We're gonna perform this thing on you. It might mean you can you know go free or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm in." Yeah, and but we're uh, we're only gonna call it a thing. You won't yeah, find yeah. out well, until later. It is all very yeah, vague. The yeah. whole thing is super vague, and then they put him in a cage next to a. Uh, like a neo-Nazi guy. What? And I was like, well, he's going to figure into the plot. He doesn't. No. <laughs> uh, and then they take him. Then it goes from being like a gritty, you know, kind of horror-ish uh, gang thing to where her little like Clockwork Orange ripoff machine is. Now, everyone, oh. then all of her nurses are dressed like uh, whores from Star Trek in the 60s. Like these really short skirts, but like that, uh, like a circle cut out in yeah. the top area so all the cleavage is exposed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Like, what is... Uh, and then they put him in this machine and spin him while it plays hip-hop and what? flashes imagery of, like, the Ku Klux Klan at him. Oh, my God. And then are there's they, a five-minute scene... Are trying to uh, erase the racism from him? Something that- like that, or to show him that, you know, hate breeds hate. And, uh. Uh, I think. And then they put him in a sensory deprivation room, which then, to, to show you what he's going through in his mind there, there's a five-minute scene that is lit Strictly by strobe light. Oh my god! Oh, good. Fucking, and I was like, "How much longer can this fucking go?" And yeah. it's like, "Oh, there's like, other characters are coming in, and all this extra dialogue." I'm like, "Get out of this scene! This is a fucking nightmare." I don't know who taught you how to make movies. It was Holy they fuck. just saw they just saw Jacob's ladder, and they were like, "Yup." Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. I don't know if you're drunk on Halloween with like five friends, totally put on yeah. tales from the hood. But um, oh, just before we get going into '87 throwback, have you ever seen Body Bags? Body bags. It's a uh, that... it's an anthology film yeah, from the nineties, and it's hosted by John Carpenter, right. like done up like a like a guy uh, in a morgue. Yeah, well, you got to have your you know host your host. Person. Yeah, who's the, the host in um, Tales uh, from the, the Hood from uh, the Mod Squad? Uh, Giovanni Ribisi. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, from the TV show The Mod Squad, he's the, from the original. The yeah, guy yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, the guy who played Link. Okay, um, and he's like all weird. <laughs> <laughs> What did, oh yeah, the setup is. I'm weird. Three, Clarence Williams, the third. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, these three gang members show up at his morgue to pick up drugs. Oh, that he has. I tuned out. Do. I missed kind of that. Why I was there? And so where do you get he, your drugs? So instead of giving them their drugs, he's like, "Would you like a spooky story?" And he, <laughs> they're like, "No, we want to get high." <laughs> yeah. No, they're like, "Yeah, all right, we'll take a couple stories." And <laughs> the only reason I was going to do drugs is I wasn't hearing yeah. any spooky stories. Yeah. <laughs> no, you really asshole. Weird. We want to shoot drugs. <laughs> well, you're. Stories get us faded. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> and then it turns out, uh, spoiler, it turns out he's the devil and they're um, already dead because they open these caskets where the drugs are supposed to be and it's them. Uh, oh, no. And they're all like, yeah. what? And he's like, welcome to hell. <laughs> I got your drugs right here, but they're in these coffins. Yeah, pretty they're much. Hell drugs. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, those are some movies to check out this Halloween that maybe you haven't <laughs> definitely seen. Definitely watch The Burning, though. The Burning is Yeah, The Burning sweet. is definitely yeah, worth, yeah, worth, a, worth a go. Tonight. I did, however, finally catch 21 Jump Street. Oh, oh yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah. That's a funny movie. That's a really funny movie. I yeah, really I've been meaning to watch that. And and a, and a great story. Like, like I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, all it has to be is a vehicle for some, you know, like, wacky jokes and yeah. crazy drug references and stuff but the way they do the story like you know these two guys go back to school go back to high school and suddenly their roles are reversed yeah. because kids these days are pussies yeah <laughs> <laughs> which i think was like the main 
crux of the story, like, or the main point of that movie was just the kids are pussies now. Um, uh, but yeah, I really, really dug it. I thought yeah. it was really, really funny. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch movie. that. I was surprised. Oh, have you not seen it? Yet? No, I haven't. Oh, it's really funny. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into 87 Throwback. Do it. Eighty-seven throwback is our weekly segment where we watch a movie and listen to an album from nineteen eighty-seven and celebrate their anniversary. This week we watch Dolls and listen to The Cure. Mm-hmm. Fitting, I guess. I don't know yeah. what. Well, there's, Dolls, there's no it's a nice Halloween pick. Yeah. yeah. They so walk, they talk, they kill. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're never too old to stop playing with dolls until you die. <laughs> until you die. <laughs> <laughs> Best trailer tagline. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, uh, and Robert Smith is awfully spooky. Oh yeah. Oh my Lord. Uh, so okay, this was uh, brought to you by the guys that made Reanimator. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. Stuart, Stuart Gordon, Gordon and Brian Yesna, who made a lot of really fun movies. Yeah. Like the I love the Reanimator series. Uh, From Beyond is. Awesome. Oh, From Beyond, so crazy. That crazy. I watched that recently. Oh, so weird. Wait, From Beyond, uh, who's in that? Is yeah, that Jeffrey Jeff Combs? Combs. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's like the suit, it's like the psychosexual one. It's like really weird. Oh, yeah, yeah no, that one creeped me up. out. There's certain yeah. things in that movie that happen where you're just like, oh, I can't unsee that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was Same really... thing with Castle Freak, which they oh, did. Oh, I almost you know what? That That's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, Castle Freak. I'm like, whoa, please. Get out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm no, going to watch that. I had that. We I watched the movies on the weekend with some friends, and that was there. We were going to watch it, but we uh, we watched some other stuff instead. Yeah. But So I was really excited that we were watching this movie because I've never seen it oh, in you full seen without, uh, without uh, sound because it plays at the bar a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah Wallavik loves it. So yeah. I put it on a rancho. And, and so I got really excited when it starts up because, I mean, I knew it was uh, Stuart Gordon and stuff. I didn't know it was like the whole team pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I got really excited with those uh, opening credits are like super classy. With, yeah. Like the uh, it's, all, it's almost like the Halloween credits. It's like the doll Yo, comes yeah. up. And, yeah. And, yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and then all the acting starts. And then, all the acting, <laughs> well, and then, and then you're well, introduced. To be fair, I didn't see a lot of acting. <laughs> then all the reciting movie. of lines starts. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you're introduced to the biggest asshole parents in the world. <laughs> yeah. uh, so <laughs> this movie's about um, a couple who have a child and they're going somewhere for a vacation that the yeah. wife did not want to go, apparently. She's the evil word. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's actually the actress is Stuart Gordon's wife. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering who it was because I saw Gordon. Gordon come up and I was like, is it yeah, the kid yeah. or is it her? Commissioner. Um, <laughs> so they're they're driving somewhere and their car breaks down and they see a castle that is all fucking scary as shit. And so obviously that's where they should go to try and get away from this storm. That, yeah, they're yeah. like, shit, that, honey, look, there's a um, castle. That yeah. castle's all but scary The opening shit. scene in the movie shit. is the best scene in the movie. The kid's little fantasy about yes. teddy bear becoming giant yeah. and tearing I, I wanted parents to, apart. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, that was so amazing. Good. But the, the thing that made me laugh right off the top is the movie starts and then uh, when they're when the car breaks down and the storm rolls in uh like like so the plot can happen uh the storm brings in like italian giallo lighting or whatever you want to say like all of a sudden everything's red and green once this <laughs> rain starts coming down i was like what the fuck <laughs> that was amazing um but yeah and so they're walking to the castle and the asshole uh, uh stepmother takes the kids fucking teddy bear for no reason yeah she's just like you don't need this anymore <laughs> she's just <laughs> a seaward like there, there's yeah yeah and so I was like, what a bitch. Like, she's the worst. <laughs> and it's not even one of those things where she's evil and the dad isn't. It's like, no, he's, he's a dick, a, too. He's, he's like, I want to get rid of this kid so we can go away together. <laughs> Spend um, your money. Yeah. yeah. So they get to the castle, and it's owned and operated by a doll maker and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And they're creepy as hell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they're, it, the house is full of dolls, and uh, they come to life at night. Yeah, and the, well, then another guy shows up, and he's picked up two uh, punk rock chick hitchhikers. Yeah, British punk rock chick hikers yeah, and who, he, who make no bones about hiding the fact that they are going to rob him. Yeah, yeah. Do you, any, do you have any anti-cues? Yeah. <laughs> and and that's the blonde one uh, is the girl from the AHA video, Take oh. On Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there and, you go. <laughs> All right. That's a really so, neat. So video. they're gonna rob this guy who is like the goofiest guy in the world. Yeah, he is so the, wacky. Oh man! Now everyone's acting like this is like a kids movie that it's, has moments of terrible gore. In yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone's even acting. It's all like very they're, cartoony. Like, yeah, yeah, super over the top and yeah. like like you would talk to a two year old like who wants to go outside? Do you want to go outside? <laughs> like all the acting is like that. Yeah, you know, and he or, does a lot of like goofy double like takes and shit. Two year olds like dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> Who's a here's your food? Wanna go for a ride in the car? <laughs> Do the keys. Jingle the keys. Um, hey, that still works on me. Uh, okay, so all of these people end up at this at this house uh, uh, for whatever reason. I think they get stuck in the rain as well. Yeah, yeah same shit. Yeah. And then uh, all hell breaks loose in the middle of the night by the dolls. The dolls just come to life and start sawing people's legs off. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but with like but some with sort of moral adorable. authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, the whole thing about this movie is like um, they will only kill people that aren't a like assholes or c words or, or aren't young, young at heart. heart. Yeah. yeah, right. So it's a movie about like keep your imagination and keep like your young at heartness or and your shit. imagination will murder yeah. you <laughs> in the most adorable ways ever. Yeah. Like, dolls with creepy skulls inside. But the dolls when they're trying to saw off their like, people's legs and stuff have the like little adorable saws. It's like, <laughs> you're like oh, this is scary. This like is if you woke up in the middle of the night like, and a doll was sawing you, like you'd be like ah ah oh yeah oh my leg oh. Hey, you cut it out, you. Um, you. Come here and cuddle me. But I, um, Greg and I were saying before we started recording uh, outside, uh, we 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 were talking about the best kill in my opinion in the film, which is the 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 c word stepmother. No. Um, <laughs> she wakes up to them trying to saw her leg off, right, I yeah. believe, and so she runs out into the hall, and there's dolls everywhere. She looks over, and there's a bunch of dolls at the uh, just below a, a window. Well, she, first they stab her in the yeah, foot. Yeah. They stab her in the shoulder. There's a bunch then they of, start like with a hacksaw, with hacksaw going hacksaw. at her ankle, and none of this is super really, upsetting to no. her. She's like, "God damn it! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Get it off my These leg!" These dolls are sawing my ankles. <laughs> yeah, and then they and they use a bunch I'm of lucky different that's saws. My least favorite ankles. So, yeah, I don't care about that. Stupid ankle. dolls! Yeah. I have another one. <laughs> so she so she goes into the hallway, I guess, because she's annoyed by them uh, sawing her leg off. And so she sees a bunch under <laughs> under a window, and her bright idea is to run full tilt at them. Yeah. And then when she gets there, she jumps out a window jumps and dies. Window. But she gets and she has this look on her face right before she yeah. does She's it, like, like I, oh, check this out, yeah. fuckers. <laughs> and then she just runs and. And she screams like she knows window, she's yeah. made a mistake because she's flying through glass into the storm and yeah. probably down three stories. Well, this isn't what I thought was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It wasn't what I thought was going to happen. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> clearly she's going to run and kick at them. Yeah, yeah. Last minute, she's like, nope. Yeah, yeah oh. that was my favorite part of the movie. But I like because she somehow they put her back in her bed for some reason. Yeah, and then he, the husband, comes in <laughs> and it's like go time. Oh yeah, yeah. and, and she's, she's on her, sopping but, in but blood. I, yeah, I love how that scene where she's lying on her side and and she's you know the, yeah. the, the the sheets are fully sheets over, are her, over head, her head and a little blood spot starts to grow where her and face he's would like be. not and even... he's getting all spoony like mm, mm, mm. yeah and I was like that's pretty cool though that's a great yeah. shot of that blood going. This movie is totally horrible, but it's a lot of fun. I feel like it is. Yeah. There, it, I've seen oh, it I a didn't, few times. I, didn't, so. I don't hate this. No, I don't hate this movie. I think it does kind of drag a little, and it is a weird movie because you're like who is this for it's yeah, not for kids it's not thing. for adults because it is like a kids movie yeah but it, it definitely has in, some interesting stuff and there are some good shots yeah it, it is definitely kind of like an oddly classy film for a movie about yeah. I like the toy soldiers yeah. the yeah. toy soldiers good. that was also adorable with their, <laughs> their little guns and shit and then, then, then they blow holes in there yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. I say, I say, see it. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoy that production team, and uh, just as long as that the guy who the fat guy, uh, just keep him out of movies. He, is, <laughs> he apparently is in a shitload of television. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's got like got over a hundred acting credits yeah. to his name, but it's all just being crappy guy. You know? <laughs> uh, crappy the only thing I two. can think of him being in is he's one of the corrupt cops <laughs> the in RoboCop Two. That's yeah. why. That's why I know him. Yeah, he's like uh, the, the 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 kid with the machine gun, the evil drug dealing kid in uh, RoboCop Two. Yeah, like beats him up in a video arcade or something. I don't oh, okay. remember RoboCop Two very well, but uh, I know he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we also listened to uh, the Cure. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Um, let's let's get into this a uh, little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I similarly with the Smiths don't like uh, this band and have had at one point yet to find... Oh, really? You're not a big fan I of I do Cure. not like The Cure. I like uh, Three Imaginary Boys quite a bit, that yeah, first album. That's a great um, album. And, which is the same thing with The Smiths when I got into Meet His Murder. I was like, oh, I like this album. So with Strange Ways, Here We Come, I ended up 
coming around a corner on uh, on the Smiths. I like mm-hmm. them a lot now off that album. Yeah, cool. I like that album a lot. I've been listening to that album like crazy. Yeah, ever since we <laughs> talked about it, I'm, I'm been going back to it. I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys have been going back to it. I have not. Yeah, because I fucking still hate the Smiths. But I'm glad them. that I'm glad that I uh, that I at least affected yeah positive sure. change when it comes yeah, yeah. to a band I thought that I'm care going for. into that because I mean I didn't know that album super well, but I was like, well, I don't know if it's yeah. like the be- you know the best starter point Smiths album. But now, it, like without question, that is my favorite Smiths album. It's up there, really. Question. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, fucking so good. So I this this was kind of like the my thing. I, like with the Cure, I've ha- I've heard an album that sh- like I like by them, but I don't like their other stuff. And then listening to this album did not change my mind. <laughs> this is a frustrating no. Cure album. It should not be eighteen tracks. No, no. And a lot of the tracks shouldn't be over six minutes long. I have no. to admit, I didn't get through all eighteen. Okay, I, I've had this album forever, and it's it's always been a lesser one for me. But it has really bright moments. Yeah, like there's a catch couple of songs. is an amazing song, and obviously just like heaven. Um, but it it is like uh, I think Gorman, you mentioned this on the show before. Like very few albums actually need to be double albums, mm-hmm. where no, every song don't. needs to be here. If you chop this down to like ten, eleven songs. There's a fairly strong pop album here. To me, if you chop this down to an EP, uh, <laughs> I will for go bananas you, like, for I, those I would never songs. recommend for somebody who's not quite sure about The Cure or yeah. anything like that, this is not the album. No, no. you go to... you go uh, um, Head on the Door or head on Disintegration. The door disintegration yeah. 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 Do you have the uh, track list right there or no? Uh, it's coming up momentarily. Okay, because there's the, there's the one, there was one song with like... Uh, I can't remember what it's called with the um, with the like really brassy keyboards. Oh, Why Can't I Be Why You? Why Can't I Be... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I struggle with that song. I always I, have. <laughs> at first was like, I got this fucking keyboard sound, but then by the middle of the song, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the key, the, those horns, uh, the, the, there's a lot of that. Like, this yeah. album's really frustrating for me because, like, I, I, I like the first track a lot, and I like how long and, like, sprawling it is, and I can get into that. And for an album, I, I like the, the contrast of this album, too, because for an album that's called Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, and it's The Cure, who have this, like, this, like overly romantic vibe to them, or have a perceived to be overly yeah, yeah. romantic vibe to them. Well, I, well, I um, the first song is so, like, the whole album is pretty acerbic and, and angry. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there's all this like I wish you were fucking dead shit going mm. on. You know, it's not what you expect off something called "Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me" to be like "Fuck you," yeah, <laughs> which is great. And then like "Catch" is great. I like "Torture" um, and uh, "How Beautiful You Are." But then like the Snake Pit is six minutes long and it feels like twelve. Uh, with <laughs> no changes. And then I hate "Hey You," which is one of the shorter songs on yeah. the album, but it feels like the longest because it's got those horrible fucking keyboard horns in it again just like get this shit out of there it's like i don't know um if anyone out there i mean some people love this album some people this is the cure album yeah and and, never worked for me i feel like a lot of people that say that i've read things where people say that but they always kind of say like i know this album's spotty but like that's part of the charm for me that this is kind of like a grab bag and yeah it is like like, it's a good breakup album if you want to just be like really indulgent in your pain or something like that indulgent and just um but i mean I, i love the cure but I don't love this album. I way. don't. I don't hate the Cure. I don't love the Cure. There are albums like that. There are there are songs that I really dig, and I can put on a whole album and, mm-hmm. and listen to it and go like, yeah, all right. But uh, but yeah, nothing about it. Like I, like I love that fans of the Cure are super passionate. Like yeah, like, yeah. They, they really have super fans. Yeah. And and I'm like, that's really cool that there are people that that are that into this type of music. But I never will be. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this album, I just sort of bypass. Uh, All right. Yeah, this one kind of sways in the like wild smooth mood swings area for me. Just a pretty, I don't know, uneven. But uh, if anyone is curious about the Cure and or is like only thinks that they're Friday I'm in love, which is what I well, I hated them at first because that was my first experience was that song. Yeah, and I was like, well, this is stupid, <laughs> and I still don't like that song. But check out Head on the Door, check out Disintegration, check out Three Imaginary Boys. There's a lot of good stuff. And Three actually, Imaginary Boys. Their like. self-titled album from 2004 was shockingly good. Hmm. Um. And weirdly produced by Ross Robinson. Oh, oh, yeah, that that did have some really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, it. I quite liked that album. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Disintegration is generally considered the go-to, but I like the sparseness of Head on the Door. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's been 87 Throwback. Let's get uh, into eighty. Let's get into not eighty-seven throwback again. Let's get. In, let's go back to eighty-seven throwback. <laughs> One more time. Uh, let's get into film roulette. But first, 
But first, yes, that's right, another ad. I'm here to talk to you about Secret Screening Room. You've heard me talk about it before. This is a, a show that happens on the first Tuesday of every month at 8.30 p.m. at Camera on Queen Street. And the movie that you get to see is chosen by somebody who was there the last month. And if it was you, you get to pick whatever movie you want to see. So check it out. Uh, the next one is on November 6th. So that's uh, the next Tuesday coming up. So you're going to want to go to see this camera camera bar on Queen Street West Secret Screening Room. I'm going to go. It's awesome. And uh, maybe you'll get to pick next month's uh, movie. So hit it up. All right. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see a movie and the low roller has to go see an even shittier movie. Uh, and then the... <laughs> well, hopefully the one movie was good, but... Anyway, sometimes the low it's roller, not, though. sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's Foreshadowing. not. Uh, the loser gets to give the two winners a punishment album uh, in return. So that's the name of the game. This week we saw Cloud Atlas and Chasing Mavericks. Let's get you guys going on Cloud Atlas. Uh, all right. Well, I just got back from it myself. Um, I, I just read, speaking of Chasing Mavericks, I will say I just read a review of it that said it was surprisingly good. That's the only thing I've read about okay, it. Okay, we'll get to that. One way or the other. <laughs> uh, what's not surprisingly good is Cloud Atlas. <laughs> it's unsurprisingly bad. Okay. Because I've heard both things. I've heard yeah, yeah, it's I've actually heard, pretty there, good there, and there I've heard it's extremes terrible. extremes in both directions. Yeah. It's like watching eight terrible movies at once. And uh, six. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> Greg, you agree? Um, I think it, uh, I think it looks really nice. Yeah. They did it like, uh, but, uh, the whole thing is they have these six stories that are, uh, connected by uh, people in, you know, yeah. souls. By generations and, right. of, of the same person. Yeah, yeah. Um, or people. Um, yeah. and the, the whole point of it is the ripple effect of one act of kindness which is a guy, uh, a white guy being nice to a slave. Okay. Uh, then uh, thousands of years later or whatever becomes uh, the keystone moment in a revolution that changes humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, neat idea, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Maybe a good idea for a book. Not really a good movie. And, like, I spent the whole thing kind of – like, a couple, a couple of the of the six storylines that are that – are, you're moving between – like no longer you don't spend more than three or four minutes no. in any time period. Really? Okay. It just moves constantly. I didn't know it would some be like of which that. are are much more insufferable than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like kind of almost into the really futuristic one. Oh, see, that was the one that I hated the most. I was almost there because I was like, oh, this is like like post apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. But like all they... the goofy future talk was like, oh my god, oh. is it true? True. <laughs> What the fuck? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You do and not. we already did this kind of stupid talk in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with the fucking uh, the kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's back. like that? It's okay. totally like that. But, it, but it's worse than that. And there's like little, like little thrown in things. Like I don't know if there were if they were supposed to be little nods to like Anthony Burgess who wrote uh, uh, Clockwork Orange and yeah. and you know created that whole language. But yeah, it, there was little like the, what I thought were little nods to that. But it was. Well, I got lost in that segment too because there was a few exchanges between Halle Berry and Tom. Yeah, Mason. yeah, like, where they're just. I like, don't know what I don't know what any of you said here. <laughs> <laughs> because it's very old time. I know, right? Like, that, uh, that's the thing that, that pissed me off is that they just like it just seemed like it was trying to be like this. You like, can't have it that old timey and yeah, still have space like, travel. It wasn't okay. a progression of humanity. Well, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a progression of humanity. Uh, 
it, it was just this whole other language that was built of a bunch of other languages. Yeah, yeah. 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 I liked what? the look of the horseback evil guys, the like yeah. raiders. They looked cool. I liked that makeup. Yeah. Um, when he, uh, there's some bad acting in this too, though, like Hugh Jackman's uh, accent when he, I think he's supposed Hugh to be. Grant. An, Hugh, sorry, yeah, Hugh Grant's. Uh, you, did you think he was supposed to be an American? Yeah, when, when he was he's the head of the or, or of the nuclear company. Yeah, yeah, I think he was supposed to be American, <laughs> but only for about five minutes because <laughs> he's super then, American. The first scene with him, and then and then he totally gives up. <laughs> like it's what this is worse than Robin Hood, Prince on? of Thieves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just and and then it, he totally just is like it's like midway through he was like guys I can't do an American accent fine you're British now <laughs> no one's gonna know yeah they'll no. probably think you're some other guy <laughs> which for a while I did think <laughs> and I'm like well this looks like the same guy and it's in the same time period but the other guy was American yeah <laughs> oh boy yeah, it's oh, like boy. it looks really nice and I felt like if ah uh, I don't know I I did appreciate the rapid pace of it. For a three-hour movie, that, it, that yeah, but there's no. I, my main problem with it, other than this being just too much for a movie, mm-hmm. uh, is there was not a, enough of an emotional gravity to it. Like no, I didn't, I didn't feel care about any anything. of the characters because they weren't around long enough, and it's not no. like I related to each character or, or like each character that Tom <laughs> Hanks played as one yeah. character. And or, what was with mis- a wacky mystery book kid? In the in the seventies, Ali Oh my god! What I was, was like, that all? Did like, you <laughs> give her a little sidekick? Is that what? Like, oh, 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 was, oh I'm so lost. Oh that. I'm, I'm so lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what this is. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, don't don't feel like you like that. That's how we feel. Okay, I did fall asleep. For about five minutes in the middle. Oh of the my movie. god! I totally uh, passed yeah. out. They're like, whoa, whoa, we're still here. <laughs> I did. Still going. Uh, I was fine. I, so I wasn't quite sure how Jim Broadbent wound up in the old folks' home. Oh really? With the worst lady acting ever by who? Uh, oh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. weaving. No, not acting, worst, just the, the makeup. The worst makeup. Just, like, like, come on. He clearly was Hugo Weaving, but yeah. like with a big with titties Huge and. Tits. and uh, and, but they, it's like they what? gave him a couple liver spots on his face. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you're yeah. a lady now. I know his brother did it, but like I was just like, oh, I woke yeah, up yeah. and I was so, like, so he calls oh, geez, his brother. What happened? What? Where is he now? He calls his brother and he's like, I thought this was a hotel. And his brother's like, yeah, oh, you fucked my wife a while ago, right, so right. now I hate you. I didn't know Man. he tricked him into Spoiler thinking. Spoiler alert. Hotel, yeah. Uh, I'm right. not even going to say you just ruined the movie for me. That well, you know what? You're welcome, sir. Yeah, uh, we all never watch this again. Too okay. long and too like what? I'm, I'm pointless. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to go see it or if I'm just going to wait. I'll probably wait now. The only thing I liked was that was uh, the the one of of Jim Broadbent getting. Um, Accidentally admitted to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to an old folks home. And that was the only one too. Where I it was cute. Quite and heartwarming. Figure out how it played into anything. Yeah. Other it than it so... was just this sideline little revolution that yeah. they had going. Uh, yeah. No. It, it unbelievable. All right. Yeah, but that one was weird. It was like this kind of like wacky old people movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. If Cocoon? you're gonna do that yeah. in the middle of this ridiculous self serious bullshit, Michael Keaton then? in there, and we've got Dream Team too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Let's get on with this fucking movie. Which I would watch. Uh, in a I would watch a three-hour Dream Team too. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into Chasing Mavericks then. Right. Uh, now that we know that you sufficiently did not really like uh, that movie very much. No, it's stupid. Um, okay, so Chasing Mavericks. I'm not going to talk about this movie very much because it was really bad. It. Sh- I was shocked that it was directed by uh, Michael Apted, who does like the yeah. Seven Up movies. Seven Up. 7 Up plus 7 or whatever, all those things. I didn't realize he was the same guy that also does like a bunch of really garbage Hollywood like pap. Like a, lots of really shitty movies. And I was well, like, like, what else? He's done like just a lot. He, oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But if you look at Michael Apted's uh, IMDb, there's like just tons and tons of shitty movies that, that are just Hollywood kind of schmaltzy shit. Right. That's exactly what this kind of, this movie was, which almost offended me because this kid's story is pretty pretty amazing. I mean, like he grew up all his life wanting to surf these huge huge waves and uh he like finally gets to do it he has like a mentor um and and he in real life he dies he doesn't die surfing the wave but he dies like at 22 and so i kind of felt like you've turned this really inspiring like story of this kid like like living life the way he wanted to into this really really shitty hollywood like lazy film and i was like you like what have you like this kid has a really good story like what have you done? That's kind of offensive, I think. 
Like he, like it just it just takes everything good about his about his story. Like you go read up on it, you're like, wow, that's pretty incredible. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, this is boring. Right. Like, so really, it was it was that bad because I read a review it was saying bad. Like that that this so type cheesy. of movie shouldn't be this well made or it's something. It's so cheesy, and there's not even that much uh, surfing stuff like that was enjoyable. Like yeah. you like there was a couple scenes where you're like, okay, I, I'm enjoying this scene because it's a well shot uh, surfing scene, but otherwise. No, I don't know. It was really boring, and and it was a lot like the Karate Kid. I don't think his life was was as like <laughs> like like plotted as if it was that kind of like underdog like mentor story. Right. You know, right? Like it was a shockingly a lot like any like you could take any other plot of any kind of movie like that. Well, because that's exactly what it looked same. like to me. Yeah, and, and, and I was like, oh yeah, like the, there's going to be nothing in this. And and is it Gerard? It's Gerard Butler, right? Yeah. Um, he's whatever. He's okay. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, he just he struck me as really like. Uh, like, like, just there's something about his character in, in this movie that I yeah. just found like upsetting. Okay, well, that's it. Um, Greg has to leave, listeners. Yep. He's on his way. We need. Do you want to roll? What are we rolling for? Oh yeah. Um, oh, it's horrible. What the new movie out this I don't week know, is? There's a couple uh, of really cool things coming out this week, aren't there? I think is flight coming out this week. Yeah, flight. flight. I yeah, saw flight already. <clears throat> oh, did you? Yes, I saw a screening of it last night. I'm so. There's Are you? another re- flight? Yeah, yeah, that thing looks yeah, fucking oh. awesome. Uh, you're gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did not like it. I thought it was very. Uh, so not we're very not good. doing flight. Then. <laughs> uh, there was, a, there it's, was it's, something it's, else. Really um, cool. I'll say this about flight. It, do you like uh, Zemeckis's later work? I do actually. Okay, well then you may like it. I mean, I I don't fault like him for ma- for making movies that like he he makes his movies very broad. Everything's painted with broad strokes, so yeah. it appeals to a lot of people. Absolutely, I have no problem with people watching Flight or any of his movies and being like, okay, you know, it's a American drama, and that's what I got out of it. But for me, I was just like, this is so cartoony and like not very good. All right, coming out this week, then. Other than that, we have uh, the Man with the Iron Fists and Wreck It Ralph. I I want to see Wreck-It Ralph. I wanted to see both of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what I figured we could, uh, what came out this week that we can hold over uh, and have as our bad movie, because I looked at the trailers for everything that's out okay. there. It's one of two. It's either Silent Hill Revolution 3D, but, and honestly, yeah, the, I worst, heard it was really the bad. worst movie out there is Fun Size. Okay. What's that? It's a uh, Nickelodeon drama about Halloween. So that, let's do that. <laughs> We're doing that because it's a Halloween episode. That's yeah, going right. to be even worse because it'll be like so, past so Halloween. Ralph or... Wreck-It Ralph versus uh, yeah, Fun Size would... would be good, I think. Yeah, I'd rather see Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph looks Iron really Fist. fun. Iron it Fist does, yeah. yeah. Questionable. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm rolling for Wreck-It Ralph versus Fun Size from the creator of Gossip Girl. Four. Four. All right. Casey All right. is Here rolling. Here I go. Rolling. Casey rolls a, a one. one. What you was the bad movie again? Fun size. Fun you size. may be going oh, to see fun size. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Casey's gonna going to see fun size. Fun size. All right. Well, luckily, I don't think either now. of you are actually going to ever see fun size. So I figure you I'm going to not I, when see I saw it the trailer, and then just make something no, up. When I saw the trailer, I was like, I'd watch that. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you may watch it. Though. I'm not going to, though, now Is that I don't have to. Is there anybody in it? No. Oh, God. All right, I'll throw to the next segment before I go. Okay. All right. Are you ready? What are we doing next segment? I don't know. Probably Aeroswap without me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Aeroswap is our weekly segment <laughs> where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We'll end with one. Today is today's pretty awesome. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll tell you what my vote is, and then you guys can discuss and decide. Right. Oh, I was going to uh, roll a die for you. Yeah, today <laughs> is, uh, well, I guess we'll find out where it is, but today is uh, The Man With No Name, Clint Eastwood from uh, those three movies that are fucking brilliant, right. versus Axel Foley, as played by uh, Eddie Murphy in one really good movie, one okay movie, and one, and one terrible really movie. really terrible movie. <laughs> and the really good one's number three, right? Yes, yes. of course. <laughs> All right, there's Royce here. Yep. They are fighting in Thunderdome. 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 All right. We haven't been to Thunderdome in a while. Thunder. Oh, we do have to roll for weapons. Man with no name has. Man with no name. Uh, bat with spikes. Man with no name. Bat with spikes. Fitting. Axel has. That is a six. It's a six. He's got the uh, sometimes working chainsaw. Sometimes working chainsaw versus. Axel's okay. got the chainsaw. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, my vote is for the man with no name. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, it's just Casey and I. That's right. We got, right, rid, of, we we're got get... rid of the dead weight. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. Uh, anyway, Greg's biking off to work because we're running late, but we're gonna we're gonna hero swap this shit out, right? Yeah, big yeah. time. Uh, so we got the man with no name, and he has a bat with He's got a, a bat with spike with a spike in it, which is weird. It is weird. Doesn't really fit his character. No. No. And and. Which uh, is why okay. I said it was fitting. And we've got <laughs> Axel Foley. This was all on. We were, were recording yeah, yeah. when Greg said this, right? Okay. I want a refresher. <laughs> I can't remember anything past two minutes ago. Oh right. No, you're, okay. you're that generation. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So then we've got uh, we've got Axel Foley, and he's got a chainsaw that works sometimes. Sometimes in Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, um, Axel Foley is not the kind of character I would picture wielding a sometimes working chainsaw. No, but at so, the same time, I think he's pretty agile. Yeah. Like I think yeah. that he's. Um, like I think in this one the the weapons are uh like the outcome is dependent on the weapon. I think so too because they're both very uh they both have like really specific like skill sets as as we right. like like the man with no name is very cool and collected kind of like but he's and a gun uses a gun yeah a gunslinger for sure. So he's not. I don't so know he's what a, he's, he's going to do with a close like, range. There's not a lot of close range. No, from, from the and I don't think he's I've played seen, a lot of baseball. One movie. No, exactly. I don't think he. Uh, uh, <laughs> he hasn't hit the old ball around. Although we don't know what happens between <laughs> movies. Maybe <laughs> he's a professional baseball uh, player between those movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I saw Trouble with the Curve, and he was in that, <laughs> and he did like baseball. He loved it in there. I assume that all of the characters. Yes, he also is. He person. also is best friends with an ape. Yeah, yeah <laughs> from every which so way. That ape's gonna come in and help out. Yeah, <laughs> I assume <laughs> he's he's gonna yell on from the sidelines. All Axel Foley has is Judge Ryan. Yeah, and what's he gonna do? <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. Like, well, I feel if like... he's the same character from all of his movies, he's probably gonna go work as a theme restaurant pirate. Yeah, or just go <laughs> jerking off in somebody's bathroom. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Which, to be fair, if, if if you saw Phoebe Cates in a in a you bikini, don't judge. You would also go. You would do the same. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so that being said, uh, so I feel like it's almost <laughs> sort of an even match because it neither is. one of them are going to be really all that acclimatized to the to the no. straps that they're going to be on. The bouncing around and shit in this yeah. Thunderdome. Definitely. That being said, I think I disagree with Greg. Like I, I almost want to give it to Axel Foley because like I feel like he's. Uh, like I say, like like the man with no name is is sort of a a long range fighter. Yeah, he is. He, he he's and, and he's very much a fighter that fights in very controlled he, situations where it's like we're gonna fucking have a duel. You right. know what? It, like I'm gonna walk this way. Or, I don't know. I can't remember specific. I'm gonna walk a lot this of way. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm trying to remember specific things that I've seen him do in his movies. It, I think I'm just thinking of the classic western, like thirty paces. Or right, right. I feel like that. I'm stereotyping, but his character, but. I, just I feel, feel like that's my that's what I think of him. Like yeah, 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 exactly. And I feel like at, at close range, um, I feel like at, at close range, Axel Foley's just gonna have the advantage. I don't know though because he's agile, but he's not particularly powerful. No, he's also very just like he he can get himself out of situations. And Thunderdome isn't really the kind of situation you can get yourself out of. You're stuck in it. Um, I feel like we should have an extra role for whether the. Uh, whether the <laughs> chainsaw works or not, because if it's a chainsaw okay. that only Let's sometimes do that. works. Okay, so if it's, uh, what do you want to say? If it's four or higher, the chainsaw's working? Four or higher, the chainsaw's working. Okay. Good. So this is good. this is almost the decider. Yeah. Because if his chainsaw works... He's going to, yeah, like if, no question. Okay, let's say this. They are locked in a match, and they, they have been fighting a while, and uh, his chainsaw has yet to work, right. and he's a, he's about to go for him. And this is kind of like, if is will the chainsaw work? Right. Okay, so cool. four or above... The chainsaw does not work. Oh, so then I then so, I, and I guess I, I guess he gets him in the head with a bat. Yeah, yeah, no question. Then I think that because if they're in that close, it's going to come down to like, you know, they're going to be fighting around, and then if that chainsaw goes, uh, yeah, if the chainsaw doesn't work, I mean, he can hit him with the chainsaw, but yeah. I figure he's going to be fucking around with the chainsaw to try to get it to work first, and that's going to give the man with no name a uh, a yeah for sure uh, uh, a bit of an upper hand so uh, yeah you let's know say what? man with no name then I guess yeah, uh, we'll, so I see, we'll see if all of our legions of fans are in uproar over us rolling our, a die our legions <laughs> and legions of fan yeah fan um, <laughs> that counts as a legion uh, absolutely yeah. he's really really into it um, so yeah there you go uh, we don't know what's next week I don't think no we don't so that's going to be a big surprise for everybody we'll throw that up on Twitter or, yeah. or, uh, uh, or Facebook or both maybe yeah or uh, both, so you can follow us. Uh, okay, well, we're still a little early. Um, there was a couple things I didn't talk about off the top that I can talk about right now before we what do you wrap got? this shit up. 
I saw a couple movies at After Dark. Uh, the last two films I'll talk about from After Dark Film Festival. I saw Quentin Dupieux's new film oh, from that's... the director of Rubber. Yes, um, uh... his film Wrong. Wrong. But right. um, and and I can't wait to talk to you about that. But first, I'll just gonna really quick. I saw this movie called In Their Skin. It's a Canadian. Um, it's a Canadian kind of uh, fuck. What do you want to call it? Like um, break. Like you know those breaking and entering thrillers where it's like a family in a house and they're like home invasion kind of thing. Yeah, like Panic Room. Like Panic Room or um, or The Strangers, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. What did you think of The Strangers? Sorry, quick, no, quick side. No, yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> Let's go free form now that uh, Greg's uh, not here. No we're rules. Good. We're free balling and raw <laughs> dogging right now. Free balling? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Baby, I get a free ball. It is. These yeah, balls free are ball. going to be free. <laughs> I'm free in my balls. They're swinging. You get <laughs> Look out. Shit. Yeah, have you never heard the that? They're wrecking balls. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what situation you got going on. You're the on, one freeballing. I am freeballing. Right <laughs> uh, um, the Strangers, I thought, was was a movie with brilliant sound design. Uh, right. I think, like, if you see that movie in a theater, um, <laughs> freeballing. If you see that movie in a theater, it, it, it sounds incredible, and, it's, and, and it kind of falls apart by the end, but it's creepy. I, I don't mind it. Oh, I really like it. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's it a good great. movie. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, and th- the, the whole that that whole idea for me, like like somebody trying to fuck with you just because yeah. you're the person they found to fuck yeah. with. Yeah, that's the most terrifying thing to me. Totally, I agree. Because like that's the thing when you're like at home or whatever, and you hear noises, you're like that could just be fucking someone that for no reason was like, oh, there's a house. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The lights are on. That's freaky. And now I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, and so this movie, um, it's about a couple and their and their son, and they uh, recently had an accident where they lost their daughter. And so this couple and the son are going to their like upscale house in the in the woods. It's like it's it's almost winter in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, so basically like they're on rough terrain as most. Oh, so it's a Canadian movie based in Canada. Yeah, too. well, yeah. All right. As far as I know, it, I don't think they really specify, but you're like, okay, this is in Canada. I think it was in BC. All right. Um, and so they go to this house, and they're kind of like on the edge of their relationship because he's kind of like a wussy, kind of like uh, like passive aggressive, and she's really not happy in the relationship. And their son's kind of just caught in the middle. And so they go to this house, and they end up running afoul of uh, this this other couple and their son, who just kind of show up giving them wood in their backyard one morning and and kind of <laughs> giving them wood they're giving them wood yeah they were giving them no they were dropping like some a, wood off like a boner dan that's what that's what <laughs> I, was, I wasn't that's clear what okay, <laughs> no they're dropping wood off one morning and it's very it's very unnerving and they kind of invite themselves over for dinner and it becomes this kind of like class war kind of class like uh, divide thing where they are kind of poor and 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 they uh, they kind of want to take over their life basically, and and that's kind of what the movie's about. It's kind hmm. of like they start actually sounds kind of cool. They start imitating them and and being really like weird. single white family or something. Kind, yeah, it is kind of like that. Right. And it kind of it reminded me a lot of like old Canadian movies uh, from the tax shelter era. There's a movie called like Death Weekend, and the, like movies where it's kind of like you're in the woods, and it's kind of like it, it it's not a subtle film, but I liked that it was about the kind of classified. They kind of like want what they. They don't know how to get what what these this upper class family have, right? Kind of thing, and it's really good. I liked it. I thought it cool. was a really well done thriller. Uh, yeah, that actually sounds really good. Uh, it, uh, the acting is incredible. James Darcy, who I think is in Cloud Atlas, um, I believe his name is, but uh, my internet's not working. Uh, is it not? No, well, your phone will. But um, yeah, I think his name is James Darcy. He plays an incredible bad guy. So good. The name sounds familiar. Um, Why isn't that? And uh, fuck, I'm gonna blank on the other person who's in it. Selma Blair. Selma Blair. Yes, it's Selma Blair. Uh, she's really good in it too. And is it James Darcy? Yeah. Yeah, he's like amazing in it. And the other girl that's in it that plays James James Darcy is kind of like. Um, he's not in Cloud Atlas. Oh, he is in Cloud Atlas. Yeah. Oh, he he plays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering who that was. Yeah. So anyway, that 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 couple that they run afoul of is like amazing. The the acting is I loved. I thought it was like because of this the performances in this movie very raised it up above uh what could have just been an everyday thriller. So I liked it. So and you, yeah, I'm going to check that out. That actually sounds really cool. And then Small I saw cast. Wrong. And yeah, what I yeah. will say about Wrong is if I will see this, this movie. This this movie will not win over anyone that didn't that did not like Rubber. I guarantee or you. Hated rubber. Or hated Rubber. But my thing about his movies um, is, I find it hard 
to claim like these movies are pretentious or whatever because I feel like on a base level they are designed to be entertaining. Like I feel like I can't look at this movie as an art film and be like, oh, you fucking pretentious dick because I feel like everything that he puts in that is weird or doesn't make sense or is purporting to be arty is put in there to make you laugh or like to be funny. Like I feel like his movies are just full of really entertaining things. Um, I, I don't know. Like, like for, like, for me, the whole... Uh, we we had this discussion yeah. about another movie that I, maybe I won't mention the name of it. Yeah. But uh, uh, for me, the whole like self-aware movie thing uh, just really gets up my spine. And, this this and movie doesn't do the self-aware thing as much because it's not about like but a movie within doesn't. a movie. But it's it's I would say it doesn't really. But I think you might think it does because it does have a lot of <laughs> stuff that doesn't make sense just for the fact that like it doesn't make sense. Right. Kind of thing. Like the first thing. Well, look, I can deal with that. The first thing that happens in a movie is, in the movie, one of the first things is the guy wakes up and his clock turns from, like, 7.59 to 7.60. All right. And it keeps doing that throughout the movie, and it's never really explained, but I, like, when it happens, it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> cool. And maybe that is just the point. Maybe there's no deeper meaning to it other than just, like, a fun little sight well, gag. Dude, a, I love the yeah. Zucker Brothers. It's not it's like not I don't love little that, weird sight gags. But, yeah, I really liked it. It's basically about this guy who loses his dog, and it turns out that his dog has been kidnapped by people that kidnap dogs to uh, to make their owners love them more, <laughs> which is kind of the basic outline of the plot. I actually kind of Which like is really that. funny. There's something I kind of like Yeah, and that. it's played by the guy. He's... Oh, Stevie fuck. Janowski? No. What's it called again? Wrong. Wrong, yeah. And you did like it. I liked it a lot. It's it's a lot... Um, it's 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 a weird movie. It's one of those movies that kind of takes a step in both directions. It's 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 in a way more of a story as as than Rubber was. It's in because it's about a guy trying to get a dog, and then these are the things that happen while he's trying to get a dog. But it's also a step further away in terms of being like nothing makes sense. It's interesting. Like it has kind of thriller plotting. It's like about him and he's trying to find his dog. But right. at the same time, like nothing makes sense. Um. Yeah, Stevie Janowski. Uh, you know, I, I, like like I say, I'll, I will watch it because yeah, you I should. mean, I uh, thought it was hilarious. It's got a. There's actually some really cool people in uh, it. But, what's the name of the guy? Fuck. Well, the the main guy, Jack Plotnick. Okay. Um, Who's Chang? Chang. Doctor Chang. Oh, or William Fickner. He is so good in it. He's great. I he, love him. I love him. Yeah, he's amazing. And in this movie, he puts in a fucking hilarious performance. Really? Yes. Yeah, so That's great. he's always so, so entertaining. deadpan and funny. Yeah. I've always, I will always have a little thing for Alexis. He's okay. Alexis, stupid. <laughs> a little, a little thing that uh, you can't pronounce. Yeah, exactly. She's she's super cute. And she was yeah. in my entourage, which is a stupid show. But anyway, uh, yeah, definitely see it. I want to know what your thoughts are coming off of Rubber. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And 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 like like I want to give the guy a chance because like you know in my younger years I probably just would have seen Rubber and been like wow I fucking yeah hate. like if I meet this person I'm gonna punch him <laughs> no, in the no I just but. like it I think that he's I like it when people do really crazy interesting things and and so do I it just it just like like again that whole that whole film self aware of itself and and yeah. the masturbatory nature of of rubber and how it's like uh, i don't know oh it's like a film student exploring the relationship no, between the audience and the film I, I itself think you're wrong Ooh, i don't uh, think it's oh, i don't think that's the point of it <laughs> i want I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say about wrong when you see it i'm excited yeah i'll definitely see it. is it it's it's out on the videos uh, uh i do not know i saw it at after dark so it's probably not coming out for a while um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Yeah, I got uh, I got very little else. I all only right. watched uh, one movie, and I rewatched most of the Avengers the other day. And, okay, uh, yeah, that's a good one you can just throw on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, it was late at night, and I was like, I gotta pass out. So yeah, some, uh, and it's still funny and still awesome. <laughs> all right, well, you can find us on the internet at uh, facebooktalk.com/synwpc. And that's also our username on Twitter. And you can go to modernsuperior.com, which was recently overhauled. By our good friend Richard Feliciano. Oh, my God. Awesome thank job. you, Richard. Yeah, uh, thank it you looks so amazing. We're, we're still putting lots of little tweaks into it right now, and it's uh, it looks better and better. Mm -hmm. So please go on there and listen to their episode with Jordan Morris. Yes. Fucking hilarious. Absolutely. One um, of my favorite people, uh, one of my favorite names in podcasting. Yeah. 
uh, and one of the funniest people in he, LA, I think. Yeah, so. he's on our modern spirit site. That's amazing. And and they do a uh, they do an improv about death becomes her. That's fucking hilarious. And uh, so yeah, and listen to Kangaroo Court for all your sports needs, and listen to Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas for all of your more improv interview based hilarity hilarious needs. needs. Yeah, sweet. All right. And also, why not check out uh, the Little Dum Dum Club, which yes. is what I've been listening yeah. to a lot lately. They're hilarious. Uh, it is so funny. That show is bloody hilarious. Yeah. So, I really like that show. And yeah. the new episode of How Did This Get Made is about Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah. So to to fucking funny. Yeah, right. it's really good. Uh, so that's our podcast recommendation yeah. corner. <laughs> <laughs> which I at one point said I was going to do every week. I know. And then I was like, that well, we sounds like a them stupid up. Go, go listen to all those. Yeah, listen yeah. to those and then and then shut your face. Why not? And shut your face. All right. Well, uh, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Wednesday. Bye, Internet. And Internet. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.